Hello, good morning. Um, first, apologies because I didn't upload an episode last week. I do believe that the last episode I uploaded was the first. Yeah, it was. My bad. Sorry, it was a busy week. I don't even, I don't even know where that week went. But, um, I did put on our Facebook group, which you, if you are not a part of our Facebook group, it is behind these blue eyes podcast. We do have 64 members currently. I want more. So let's get on this shit, please. Um, I did state about three days ago, and actually I think that's when I was going to record, but then just life and got in the way and I don't know I've been so stinking overwhelmed and like I can't even explain how overwhelmed I've been with life and it's not just work it's like literally everything everything nothing I don't want to say nothing is going right because like I still wake up in the morning I still have my health I'm you know still making money at work and you know whatever but it's just like i every time i wake up like i always feel like i wake up and i'm crashing into a wall no matter what way i turn i'm crashing into a wall and then on the opposite side i feel like gumby for those of you who are old enough to know who gumby is gumby was now gumby was a character prior to me uh or like me growing up but Gumby was on TV when I was little. So let's see here. Yeah, Gumby came out in 1953. I was not born in 1953. I was born in 1980. So, but I do remember watching Gumby on like, I don't know, PBS or something like that. It looks like a Gumby movie came out in 1995. So you millennials should probably know who Gumby is. Anyway, who Gumby is. He is a character, he's a green character who's made out of clay. Um, this was like the first, I guess, like we all know Pixar, Toy Story, everything like that. So back in the 50s, this was like the first clay animation is what they called it. Clay, clay animation, clay, claymation, clay animation. I think it's clay animation um anyway but he had um he was clay and he had like this little horse friend he was red i don't even remember the horse's name or anything i'm sitting here trying to look for it as i'm talking um but anyway gumby so in certain episodes i do remember vaguely but i remember where gumby and because he's clay he can get pulled in all ways okay his arms can get pulled in each direction. His legs can get pulled in each direction. So that's how I feel. I feel like freaking Gumby where everybody needs me. Like, and I'm not just talking about like my family or even my son. Like this, this conversation today is going to be about parenting. We're going to get there. But like... I feel like I'm being pulled in every which way, like Gumby. And 
I'm when I feel like that and I do get so overwhelmed like my mom called earlier this week I, it could have been went Tuesday or Wednesday I don't remember but I was like I couldn't even talk I answered the phone I'm like hello and she could sense it and she's like oh you know what's going on I'm like I'm extremely overwhelmed right now I'm like I can't talk I'm like I just you know and she's like oh we'll take a step back I'm like there are no steps to take back there are not which they weren't like I was overwhelmed with work because we are literally getting bombarded up the ass with work we're so short-staffed they're trying to um have all of this work done by I don't want to say a few of us because there's not there I think there's like two 20 and again the dogs are barking how come the dogs are barking every single time we're talking we're chatting anyway there's like 20 some out of us um in the arbitration department and the workload is for like double of that and they're changing processes they are changing processes stupidly um they're not fixing the problems they are just like okay do this we're gonna start it immediately and we do get graded um based on our work their network ethic but based on our work what we do and if you do the slightest tiny little thing wrong you can get a markdown and that's gonna fuck with your numbers excuse my language i mean all my episodes are marked explicit so parents if you're watching this or listening to this with your children look at that because I will be swearing every single episode probably anyway so totally getting screwed up the ass um our num so our I don't even know I think our numbers are to continue to work at home um I, I, I just I log into work and I'm like I can't even think straight I look at my like workload for that day in which we call it like a diary like I look at everything that I have to look at and I'm like nope I just don't feel like doing that today but I do it but I just don't feel like it and the quality of my work is garbage I've been in this department for three years I've been with the company for six and a half years like I just can't do it anymore I physically emotionally mentally all the allies cannot do it anymore and I'm not the only one we're feeling it management is feeling it our supervisors are feeling it I mean our our manager is wonderful she used to be a supervisor in our department and we were totally rooting for her to get this position in management and she did and I feel so bad because I think behind closed doors she's like I hate all of you because she's feeling it um and I don't I don't want to feel this way I don't want management to feel this way but like there's no light at the end of the tunnel at all there's not they keep saying hang in there hang in there but it's like no I've been hanging in here for almost a year like how much longer are we hanging man I can't hang anymore I found a gif or a gif whatever the fuck they're called my friend Christina calls me old which I am because I don't know how to pronounce it correctly but anyway I found this that animated picture thing <laughs> um I found that 
it's like Batman hanging off of a building and he's like looking down at the at the cars like way way down and I'm like yep that's pretty much how I feel I'm like I'm hanging by like a nail by this point on the edge of a building so anyway like that is happening my son which uh that's what I want to talk about today um parenting like he is I mean, I guess you, you can consider him a teenager. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, because I am listening to this audiobook, um, and they put the category of teenagers from like 11 to 18. Well, my son's 12. He'll be 13 in June. Um, the audiobook is Have a New Teenager by Friday. And it's by Dr. Kevin Lehman. It's a great, great book that I'm listening to. Um, and if you, the reason why I listen to books is because I can't read them. I don't comprehend what I read. I think I've talked about this before that I have newly discovered in my grown-up years that I'm dyslexic. Like, I just, I can't. Like, I'll read a sentence not comprehend what that sentence is, but I'll read it over and over and over again. And then my eyes kind of start wandering. So anyway, I listen to my books. That's what I retain. I am a listening learner. I'm a visual learner. Like I can't read shit and then know what to do. Like you have to show me or I have to do it. Like you got to talk me through it and I have to do it in order for me to know what I'm doing. And then after like repetition, then obviously, yeah, I know. But anyway, so <clears throat> my son, <sighs> I love him to pieces. This podcast episode is not to bash my child. This episode is not to use against me in any which way because I will be saying some shit about my son <laughs> and he knows of all of this. So. And I do know that all parents maybe, hopefully, feel this way at some time in their parenting career. And I call it a career because it fucking is. So, my son. First and foremost, this child at age, in talking with friends who have toddlers now, however, um... My, my two good friends, they have um, a toddler and she's three. She's a girl. My friend was, who's the mom, um, had said, you know, oh, she's so sassy, you know, and stuff like that or whatever. And I was like, oh, th she's a three-nager. And she's like, oh, my God, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. And both my friends, you know, they're, um, <clears throat> they, they are pretty blunt and sassy themselves um you know so obviously their daughter is going to be a little have a little sass and whatnot so I mean I see some things with my son being very blunt because I am you know um I mean that the children are just going to learn from their parents you know what I mean so anyway so she's like <clears throat> yeah she's so sassy you know and has this attitude and we're laughing and joking that their daughter is um, a three-nager. And I'm like, <clears throat> yeah, well, I have a freaking teenager. Like, legit, 
going to be 13 in June. And he was like an angel during like his younger years. And I think back then I was, I thought I was having such problems with him. Like my son has never listened. He doesn't listen. He is a Gemini. He is a true Gemini. He is a stubborn shit and a procrastinator. Those are two of the traits of a Gemini. Um, Geminis are like the twin. So I don't want to say he's bipolar because he's not bipolar and I'm not putting down anyone who does, um, who is bipolar. Um, but he pretty much can go from A to Z in a split second. He can go from super duper happy, I'm laughing, I'm joking around to I am freaking miserable. Like, boom. And he, he doesn't even know why and how and whatever and all these hormones that are rushing through his body because he is going through puberty <clears throat> i think in by the time uh school starts in the in the fall like i already think like his voice is going to be deeper i think he's going to sprout majorly because he has not had a growth spurt in a while because he he'll grow like a little bit little bit little bit and then it's like boom and he is five two in some in some like he's not quite five three i don't think he's five two and a half but he's getting there i'm five three i can tell he is like literally hairs away from my height and I'm like, shit. <laughs> but no. I mean, his dad, I think it's like six foot, six one. So I know he's going to be tall, which is fine. But it's just a running joke that I'm always taller than my son. But now he's not. He like legit is eye level. And I'm like, no, don't be taller than me. I'll still take his ass down. But, you know, anyway, doesn't listen freaking procrastinator of all hell which <clears throat> i should have known that from pregnancy because he was two weeks late and during labor and giving birth he didn't want to come out so i should have just known from day one like dude's gonna be a procrastinator he's just not gonna want to do shit um he, I try to set him on a routine. I am very routine oriented. Um, I go to bed roughly around the same time every night, even on the weekends, maybe within like an hour or so after, but roughly, um, I wake up roughly around the same time every morning, even on the weekends, but I can, I can go on I usually need like eight hours of sleep. I can function on like four or six, but I'm not happy, but I can't do that every day anymore. I mean, when I was younger, like in my twenties, I would function on like two hours of sleep. I don't know how I did it. And I was not a coffee drinker back then. So I don't know how I did that. But anyway, I try to tell him like, listen, like we go to bed, you go to bed when I go to bed. Because the thing is, is, if he doesn't go to bed when I go to bed, I can't go to bed. So he has to go to bed so I can go to bed. <laughs> so I can go to sleep. Um, even my dogs know when, when it's time for bed. 
the big dog, it'll be like nine o'clock and he'll already be in my bed. And he'll be looking at me like, Ma, what are you doing? It's bedtime. Let's go. Let's go to sleep. Um, yeah, but like I try to set him in this routine. Like I'm like, okay, he actually set a curfew per se for seven o'clock. So every night at seven o'clock, he does his homework, does any studying or whatever that he has to do, however long it takes, which his homeworks haven't really been taking that long. They take maybe an hour or so. Um, but I know that it's going to get heavier the more he, you know, increases in grades because he's only in seventh grade right now. So <clears throat> it is getting harder for him, which I did tell him back in elementary school, like set your, set your, um, your routines now and set your studying habits now because it's only going to get harder. And now he's feeling it. He didn't want to listen to me back then. He still doesn't want to listen to me now, but he set the seven o'clock. Okay. Got to do homework and all of my studying and everything like that. And then he's supposed to then get ready for bed. So, and that's like, take a shower. I mean, the kid takes like 25 minutes in the stinking shower now. So whatever, make time for it. I don't care. You can spend an hour in the shower. I mean, I think I have to pay the water bill. I do. Oh, it's probably coming up soon, actually. But anyway, um, like, <clears throat> set the time for yourself. And then also, the kid can't wake up in the morning. I'm working. I work from home. I'm up at like five to six, starting at six, computers on, working. So from six, and he should be getting up at like eight o'clock. He doesn't have to be at school until nine. I drive them and it literally takes like five minutes, maybe seven minutes with the light, with the one particular light, you know, um, to drive them to school. So I can leave at like 10 to nine and he's fine. So he has 50 minutes. If he gets up at eight o'clock, he has 50 minutes to get up, brush his teeth, wash his face because I'm like pushing that. I got him, you know, really good face wash because he was starting to break out and I don't want him to get acne because he's already a little self-conscious about um, himself now. So I don't want him to be more self-conscious because he has acne. So I'm like, get it. I'm going to get you the good stuff. Just use it. All you got to do is just freaking use it. Okay. Okay. Well, I think I have used it more because my face was breaking out and I think I've been using it more. Um. So wake up, go to the bathroom, wash face, brush teeth, make breakfast, more than enough time. Procrastinate a little bit, get your school shit together, get your computer, play with the dogs. 50 minutes. He can do all of that in 50 minutes. Well, the kid doesn't get up until like I will go in there and I will, it'll be like, anywhere between 7 30 and 8 o'clock if I do look at the clock and I'm like oh crap I gotta start waking him up um <clears throat> I'll go in there I'll be like wake up it's time to wake up it's such and such time and he'll be like okay and the dogs actually do follow me as well the dogs will go in there and they'll jump on his bed and they'll lick his face and they'll lick his hair and the thin the little one will like jump on his body because he's six months old and he doesn't know any better. Milo, the big dog, will go up on the pillow and like start licking his head and nudging his head and everything like that. So 
Then I leave. As soon as I leave, then the dogs follow me. And <clears throat> he goes back to sleep. Then the next thing I know is it's like quarter after eight, 20 after eight. I'm like, shit. I go back in there. I'm like, you gotta wake up. It's 820. You know. <clears throat> so here I am trying to work, trying to get the kid up, trying to get everything done. Then, <coughs> excuse me. Um, you know, because I have to tend to work, then I walk out of his room, do some things that I have to do, and we're bombarded. So literally every single time that I walk away from my desk, I'm either getting something new or I have like this long laundry list of things that I have to do that day anyway, and I don't want to walk away because I want to get my stuff done. I have like major, major anxiety and OCD when I see things overdue in my diary. Like I don't want to be overdue, you know. Um, then the next thing I know, it's like 840 and I go running in there again and I'm like, you have to wake up at 840 and then I start yelling and then I start like screaming and he's like, oh my God, I don't know why I fell back to sleep. You know, um, a couple of teachers had said that he's like fallen asleep in school and <clears throat> like in class and I'm like, dude, what the hell? And he's like, well, I'm tired. How are you tired? We go to bed at 9 o'clock. If you go to bed at 9 o'clock, you lay in bed at 9 o'clock, watch something on TV, not YouTube, which I've been telling him for years, don't watch YouTube. And he's like, well, there's nothing else on. No, YouTube, you're watching these things that are like two, three, four minutes, and then you are searching for something else. So... You're not shutting your brain down. Watch something boring. Find a show on Hulu or Netflix or something like that where it's a series where if you fall asleep, you can just go back and it's not a big deal. I'm just finishing Reba on Hulu. I've been watching Reba for the past couple of months at bedtime because I'm interested in it. However, if I fall asleep, I can always just go back and it's not something like you know, I'm like, oh my God, I'm in dire need because I need to know what happened on Reba. You know, <clears throat> so I try to tell him that. You can always go back. It's not important. And he like refuses to listen to that. And I'm at the point where I want to take his TV out of the room, but then he'll wake me up. So that's a thing. And I say, I say to him, like, you know how much sleep you need every night. And he's like, no, you don't. I'm like, I do. You need like 10, 10 hours of sleep, which means if you need 10 hours of sleep, you need to be sleeping by 10 o'clock. If you're getting up at eight sleeping, like snooze, snooze. But he nine o'clock, he farts around. <clears throat> he's cleaning. He'll clean his room at bedtime, find everything else to do but go to bed. Then there will be nights where I'll be like, go take a shower. And he'll be like, no, I'll shower in the morning. Well, I already know that the kid's not going to get up. He's like, no, I promise. I promise. You know, and he's like, then when I start yelling at him, he's like, can you stop yelling at me? I'm like, oh my God, it, this is a vicious cycle. It's a freaking vicious cycle. Because 
He aggravates the crap out of me. I will stay calm, cool and collected for a very short time. And then when he takes advantage of that and doesn't do what I want him to do, then I start freaking yelling. And then he's like, I'm not going to listen to you if, you if you're yelling at me. And I'm like, oh, my God, you don't even listen to me when I ask you nicely. What the fuck? Like, and then, like, <clears throat> oops. Sorry, I hit the mic. I'm talking with my hands. <laughs> um, like, one of the other things, too, is I'll be like, oh, hey, I, I told you the other day, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, no, you didn't. And I'll be like, oh, my God, you answered me. We had a conversation about it. how do you not remember? Mom, we never had this conversation. <gasps> That's when I think I'm going nuts. And I'm like, did we have that conversation? Like, don't gaslight me. Do not gaslight me. I have a pretty good memory when it comes to shit. But, mm -mm. so anyway, that's just a tiny tidbit of my psychoticness of the week. That my son's not listening. He wants to be treated I don't want to say like an adult, but like an adult, like he doesn't want to be treated like a, a toddler. He's not a toddler. He doesn't want to be treated like a kid. Like he is a kid, but he's a growing kid. He's a teenager. He's in like that middle ground of like, but that's exactly it. I mean, he's in the middle ground between adult, young adult and kid toddler. Like he, and I'm trying to instill like, Make good choices because if you don't make good choices, you're going to suffer the consequences. You know, I'm, I got into an argument, you know, not an argument, but a deep discussion with his dad where his dad is saying he needs discipline. He doesn't need discipline. My son is a very good kid. He does not need discipline. He will suffer the consequences if he makes a bad decision. Bad decision of not listening. He'll suffer the consequences. I'll take shit away. He won't go play with his friends. He's He was making bad decisions in school by not handing in homework. I can't helicopter over him. I don't want to helicopter over him. I am not a helicopter parent. I was not raised by a helicopter parent. I can't stand helicopter parents because guess what? You're not going to be there when the kid is 25 years old trying to figure out what bill to pay on time. No, it's not your job anymore. They need to learn. They need to learn the responsibility. And with each age that they advance to, they will learn a little bit or they will gain a little bit more responsibility. That's how I am raising my son. <clears throat> now, on the other side, which sucks, is that his father does not raise them that way. He was, I guess, raised with all this discipline. Well, Tyler doesn't need discipline. That's my son's name, Tyler. I don't think I've said his name in the seven past episodes. But yeah, he doesn't need discipline. He's not a bad kid. When I think discipline, I think hitting and, you know, screaming and yelling and whatever. No, like he, like, you know, Tyler's sneaking out of the house. He's doing drugs. He's blah, blah, blah. like, no, he's not doing any of that. He just needs some fine tuning but the thing is, is he's learning the hard way and that's, I have to allow that. And that book that I'm listening to proves that. Dr. Kevin Lehman says, you're not going to be there forever, parent. 
You need to allow your children to make mistakes. You need to allow your children to learn from said mistakes. Mistakes happen. Everyone makes mistakes. Now, can you own up to those mistakes? That's what I'm also teaching my child. Don't try to shove them under the rug or blame somebody else for your mistakes. I deal with that for, with certain people and it fucking sucks. If I make a mistake, my bad. Sorry. Depending on the severity, that's how, however I'm going to apologize and fix it. But I'm going to learn from it. I'm not going to do it again. If I make a mistake at work, which I did, kind of, <clears throat> like two weeks ago or, or yeah, two weeks ago on <clears throat> one of my claims, I should have argued the claim a certain way, but I didn't because I didn't see a note that I should have argued the certain way. So now I have to backtrack and submit like all this other stuff and whatever and you know is it spending is the company spending a little bit more money for this particular claim yes they are but i mean they're, i'm not going to get fired or demoted or anything from that because it happens all the time i can fix this mistake so now in the future if i see you know whatever i had seen on the first one to, it's going to prompt me okay whoa i remember this one claim I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember. That's what I'm trying to teach my son. Like, you don't hand in your homework, you get a zero, you fail. I already got, I got a letter in the mail yesterday that he's on the verge of summer school for two classes. I have to have a conversation with him about that, which he knows he did pretty crappy last quarter. And I was up his ass about school because school is his job. I'm sorry, kids. School is your job. That's your job. You need to show up. Just like your parents, grown-ups, our work is our job. We make money from our job. Yes, I get that you don't make money from school, but guess what? You're making you're you're making you're you're getting the knowledge from school so you can advance to be a smart grown-up and advance into whatever you want to do when you grow up. I mean, if doctors like slept during class, would you want them like working on you? Like if you have to have open heart surgery and they got to cut your body open, do you want the surgeon who like was very attentive, doesn't have to have straight A's, I'm not that parent, you know, but would you like the doctor who is attentive, who is who could admit their faults, who will fix their faults and learn from their mistakes and learn from their faults? Or do you want the one who slept during medical school? I'm sorry, I'll take the first one because the latter is probably going to kill me. So I posted on our Facebook again. If you're not in our group, join our group. We're also on Instagram, same handle, Behind These Blue Eyes podcast. So <clears throat> on the 8th, which, yeah, a couple days ago, I said, I'm a parent of a teen, kind of. He's 12 going on 13 in June. I'm going crazy, like to the psych ward crazy. 
lately with my kiddos, anyone else feeling the same? And I got some, I got three responses. I got, I got a yup and I got a, um, I've been through that, but can tell you they're the most trying years in raising kiddos. It's hard for them too. It is hard for them. Um, she goes on to say they're fumbling, trying to find more independence, yet there are still rules, thus the trying time. That's 100% correct. This is a trying time for them as well because they are trying to find their way, but they still have to follow their rules. And us as parents have to guide them, not control them, guide them through life. They need to make their own mistakes. When they're making too many mistakes, then you kind of have to jump in and be like, yo, what's going on? Um, another person said, I've been through that. And while in the midst decisions, more babies was a good idea. My three-nager, here we go with the three-nager again. Um, my three-nager and seven-year-old going to be eight in a couple of weeks uh, make me cry harder more than her 21-year-old ever did. Which brings me back to that conversation I had with my friends who have a daughter. Because I do believe this friend, I do believe her younger ones are girls. Let me just see here. Okay, so her little little is a girl. And I think she's got a son too yeah she does okay <clears throat> so i'm assuming that the seven eight year old is the boy and the little little is the girl i do know that the little little is a girl anyway going back to that then i was told or no one of my other friends who was sitting there in the conversation had said oh i heard that boys are good in the younger years and hell as teenagers I'm like great and then it's vice versa for girls they're hell when they're little and then they're pretty decent when they're older it's tough man it is tough i am trying and i mean if they're other than what they tell us at work of hang in there i mean i think for oh god 12 12 years my mother has been telling me it'll get better it'll get better that's all i've been hearing it'll get better oh i can't wait until it gets better because i mean it it is life is only going to get harder for my son <clears throat> actually i shouldn't say harder more challenging it's going to get more challenging <clears throat> there's going to be peer pressures. There's going to be, he's a very social kid. He's a social butterfly. I was a social kid when I was younger. Not so much now, but he's going to be going to parties. I want him to make good decisions. The other thing too, I had seen um, scrolling through Facebook last night, which I didn't save it, but it the post thing said, I want my kids it said but in my set in for me i only have one so i want my son to not 
say, I can't call my mom if something bad happens. I want him to be like, I need to call my mom, which I think he would. I honestly think that he would um, when it comes to bad things happening. So that's just a little tidbit of what's been going on. Um, again, I apologize that I did not post last week. I'm going to be posting twice this week because this one and then we leave for vacation on Saturday. So we're probably, we're probably going to get a, a sneaker peekers of my son because I'll probably, um, I'll post something from the airport because I think we have to sit in the airport for a little bit. Um, yeah, we leave on vacation on Saturday. We come back the following Saturday. I'm so excited. Like, we literally are counting down the days, the hours, the everything right now. I'm already packed. I packed yesterday. <clears throat> I think I overpacked, but yet, I mean, we're going to, we're flying into Miami on Saturday. Well, Saturday, we'll say Sunday because we get in at midnight. So we fly into Miami real, real early next week, Sunday. We're spending the day in Miami. And then Monday, the 20th, we board our ship, a Carnival cruise ship. We're on Conquest. Um, we are then sailing to, uh, what the hell is it called? I keep forgetting one of the Ks, not Princess K, but the other one that I keep always forgetting. Um, we sail, sail there, and then we sail at Nassau, and then on the way back. And then Friday, because airline tickets were so fucking expensive and I couldn't get home. Like I literally couldn't find a decent price for a ticket until like February 28th or March 1st. Like I was going to just live in Florida for a half a month because it, I, just, I couldn't find a way to home. So I did find a ticket from Florida to Nashville for like $74. I was like, oh my God. So we're going to spend a night, um, Friday night, we get in there about 6.30. So Friday night until Saturday night, we leave, I think Saturday night, it's about 6 or 6.30 or whatever. So we're spending 24 hours in Nashville and then we fly home and we're getting in again at like midnight on Saturday night. So I'm so excited. This week or this weekend, this vacation is so well deserved and so needed. I think for Tyler as well. Um, we, I, I, for me, I need to clear my head. I really need to clear my head and not be so overwhelmed and Gumby like. And I just can't wait. So we will be podcasting from the cruise um from Miami probably from Nashville so stay tuned um and I think that's going to be number 10 I think um uh, is a one two three four five six seven, eight. Yeah, that's going to be episode number 10 because this is going to be nine. So, oh, that's awesome. Didn't plan it that way, but the way that things are, the way that things are falling, that's awesome. So anyway, so again, 
Thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry that this one kind of went over my normal like 30 minutes because I think I'm in like 40 minutes right now. But um, thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate everyone who takes the time out and listens to me rant and rave. Um, join our Facebook group. Uh, join our Instagram uh, Behind These Blue Eyes podcast on both handles. Um, and then follow us on all, pretty much all of, uh, the podcast handles, um, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. Thanks again. Bye.